This episode was supposed to be about art, and it wasn't entirely. It wasn't entirely. But I talk about some, yeah, well, I talk about Reddit. I just, yeah, I'm a, yeah, just write it off. I'm sorry. All my diehard fans tuning and listening at home, they remember Saturday morning sounds. Every Saturday morning, I would do a song review. I would, my interpretation of a song. I'm not sure, I think the last one was Muse. It could have been, it could have been Chemtrails Over the Country Club by Lana, who's not wearing a mask. So that's another two weeks. Go listen to the Sarkos episode, that'll explain that. Saturday, October something. Let's, let's, uh, let's do this, huh? Oh, I wasn't going, I wasn't going to. I actually wasn't going to record this podcast today, but I'll tell you why I decided to. Because I wrote a blog about it last night, yesterday, and I, I talked about how I was listening to the Utah Metalworks episode and how it reminded me of the Killers album, Hot Fuss. As of right now, I can tell you that if I wanted three albums, just that's it. You got to take, you got to grab three albums. Hurry, do it quick, quick, quick. It's Killer's Hot Fuss. It's Muse Absolution. And it's probably going to be U2's Europa. It's kind of a, it's kind of a wild card, but it's probably going to be U2's Europa. If I can't think about it, if I have time to think, well, maybe Jimmy or Old Clarity, we might get into that. You might. Right now, we're not in a hurry, hurry to pick three albums. So that's what I would pick if I were in a hurry. Okay. So I felt prompted earlier to start recording on the side of the road, and I don't like doing that anymore because the bad audio quality bugs me. I can't listen to it. Listening to the Utah Metalworks episode, like the beginning of it, I'm like, man, turn it off. Like, stop recording. Like, it's too noisy. It's all bumpy. Like, the car, stop recording. And I can hear myself saying, but it's like an audio diary. But it's, come on, Bling, it's like an audio diary, man. And we're just keeping track of stuff. Come on, just record it, dude. And I'm torn. I'm torn on it. Because for some reason, I was listening to it on the bus yesterday. I was listening to the Utah Metalworks. I was listening to, yeah, I felt sorry for myself while listening to myself. Yeah, I know. I wrote a blog about it. Go check it out. And also, that blog has photos of what, I'm not sure what was going on, but I think those police were confiscating everyone's belongings there in those trucks. I I can't be certain because I walked up right as they were pulling out. But I'm pretty sure that's um, either two people or a group of people's belongings in the back of those trucks. That's just been, see you later. You're going to have to pay a fine for that. And you're going to have to pay a a storage fee, too. You can't afford it? Well, we're going to keep your stuff. We're going to auction it off. We're going to make some money. I'm not going to call it stealing just yet because it's probably on private property or maybe it's public. I don't know. I don't know, but it's the same police department where um, the police officer, just one of the guys, and slapped her behind with a boxing glove. What's the big deal? I don't even know. I probably would, I thought I, I thought I hit the, her shoulder. I don't know. I wasn't even sure where it, the boxing glove even hit her. Twice. Charging me with sexual battery. All right. 52 years old. A sexual battery. They're out there and there's in the trucks and they got the trailers and they're just hauling it off quick too. It was that was fast because they didn't they weren't sticking around they weren't talking. Hey, is this your stuff? Hey, is this your stuff in the back of the truck uh, that we put in the back of our trucks? All right, well we're gonna they're they're just taking it. It's weird. It's um 
It was a little concerning to me. Typically, I don't take photos of police, just, you know, whatever, because it's boring. But for some reason, I was like, take some photos of that. Like, that looks kind of like they're stealing people's stuff. You should take photos of that. And also, there's three cops standing there. They probably have vice cops or undercover cops. That way, you know what they look like. Others know what they look like. So no one... Hopefully, they can avoid getting um, in trouble over there, being homeless and getting everything stolen, like taken from the police. Anyway, anyway, talking about music, not police, not injustices. Maybe we might go into injustices. But earlier today, I wasn't going to publish podcasts, just for the record. Earlier today, I was like, start recording. Just start recording and start talking. Like, no, I don't feel like it. Saturday, I don't want to do another podcast. Less is more. I don't want to do another podcast. Start recording. Just start recording and start talking. All right. Yeah, okay. I guess so. Oh, I did. I, I just started recording and started talking. There's almost a car accident. There's a bunch of police driving by. But I didn't catch anything, like, too noteworthy. Actually loud and noisy. And I can't listen to that stuff anymore, like the Utah Metalworks episode. But the rawness of it of the Utah Metalworks episode, just getting that audio quality and keeping it and having it, or um, the audio, recording the audio, just having it with you as like kind of an audio diary or B-side or whatever, um, it, it, it can just be beneficial, it can be helpful. And I, I was, this episode is going to be broken up into segments and we're not going to really talk about too much, probably art, music, not, not too many controversial issues or F-35s. But we'll see what happens. We're going to break it up. So you're hearing this now, but there's going to be hours in between each segment, probably. Probably be on the bus, probably be downtown. Who knows? However, just keep in mind, it wasn't just recorded straight through. I, I, I wanted to break it up into segments and kind of go back to my roots of Saturday morning sounds with a Z. It was a different time. It was a happier time for me back then. That was a year ago. Um, I was kind of moved today as I was recording that, just recording on the side of the road and talking and trying to think of things to talk about. Talking about uh, skateboarding and how I landed my first 360 flip perfectly and it took me forever to land another one. But I knew it was possible because when I uh, in Arizona at the Phoenix Skate Park, Phoenix West Skate Park, Back in the mid '90s, uh, there I saw this guy who could 360 flip over this little crack into a, a transition every single time. He just snap it, pop it, whatever. But it wasn't very high. It wasn't like fat, I guess you could say. But it was just a quick, like um, Daywon Song style skateboarding, like just really, like just a quick 360 flip, perfect, lands it, and then he'd roll and try and do a bigger trick. Every single time he did that. And that was in the mid-90s. And I, I didn't land a 360 flip at that point in my life. But seeing it, witnessing it, that's what made the difference. I was like, it's possible. Like, look at this guy. He's doing it every single... I can't even land one. And he's doing it every single time he hits that. Like, how is that possible? I, he, I don't know his name. He's not pro. He's just a local skater. And, like, he's that good. Might have been the night I met Eric Dressen. I said to him, are you Eric Dressen? He's like, yeah, man. I was like, dude, it's good to meet you, man. Eric freaking Dressen, man. Uh, Dogtown. 
Dogtown Skateboard. I met him at, at Eric Ellington over there at uh, Phoenix West Skate Park in the 90s or early 2000s, 90s. Well, it was mid-90s when I saw the 360 flip. We all skate down to the Circle K and get like hot dogs and stuff. Before inflation, it's like 50 cents for a freaking hot dog. You eat like three hot dogs for a dollar or something. And then there's Eric Dressen. I was like, there's a pro skater right there. But it was a drive, and I didn't even have a drive. We weren't old enough to have a driver's license. I always remember the first time I landed the 360 flip, no one saw it, but it was perfect. They landed it perfectly, and I was like, what? I just landed a 360. I'm running inside, told everyone, I landed a 360. I landed. <laughs> and one of the skater's girlfriends says, do it again. I was like, I can't. I tried a bunch. I can't. Uh, but I landed one, and no one saw it. But I knew it was possible to land them consistently because I saw it with my own two eyes in front of me. I don't know his name. I don't know what happened to that skater, but he would just nail those threes every single time. I remember thinking, don't worry, I will tie this all in. Maybe we'll just do one long episode, one long, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see. Published a bunch of episodes today. Well, it's Saturday. But I remember thinking back then, like, I can't wait till I can land the 360 flip like that. I can't wait till I can do tricks like that. I hope I'm good and I hope I get good enough to do tricks like that consistently with style, just land it perfect and then roll on. And it's so consistent too. And so casual and like effortless. Just skate along, 360 flip, ah, da da. Got to the point where, yeah, I practiced them so much that, yeah, I started to get it. I started to land them. It started to be like, I like that trick a lot, 360 flip. I once did a 360 flip to manual, yeah, at the underground in Mesa, Arizona. Uh, I remember seeing this guy at the Freestone Park in Gilbert, Arizona. He was trying to 360 flip the pyramid there. Yeah, skate, this is skater, skater talk, skater reminiscences. So just uh, turn it down for a minute because I'm probably going to go. Yeah, I'll go in the second segment. I'll talk about skating for a little bit. And then I'll talk about the whole point of this episode and arts and music and all that. So I practiced 360 flips a bunch. I started to get them a bunch. I started to land them all the time. And there was one time at Freestone Park in Gilbert, Arizona, where I saw this dude trying to 360 flip the pyramid. And it's a decent size. It's not a huge pyramid. It's nothing, but yeah, it's a, it's a valid trick, I guess you could say. 360 flip the pyramid and up one side, 360 flip, down the other. And I was rolling around for hours watching him try this trick. And he couldn't get it. But I know the feeling. I, I was there at one point in my life too. I remember trying to learn 360 flips on that pyramid. And eventually I got it. So much so that the skate park was going to close. And he hadn't landed one yet. He had not landed one. He'd been trying the entire night. Skate park's about to close, and I remember I cut in front of him. It's, it's, it's something I kind of regret, too, but I'll always remember it just because of how, like, rude it was and, and the, um, the, the nerve that I had. I kind of, like, cut in front of him, snaked him. I snaked him on the way of the pyramid and just popped a 360 flip, caught it, landed, first try, like, casual effortless i remember thinking that felt really good but i bet he's pissed at me right now i didn't know that skater i never talked to him and i'm sure he hated me for doing that but 
I'll always remember that. Because I was hoping he'd land it. I was like, please land one before the end of the night. Uh, my gauge of like, am I good? Am I good at skating? Was, can I 360 flip the Greenstone Pyramid? And I think, I, uh, I think that stopped around age 21, I think. Somewhere around there. I, I just kind of, yeah. Well, the reason, okay, yeah, we'll talk about skating for a minute. The reason, the true reason why I stopped skating, and this is no lie, I'm not making it up, Ryan Lay, professional skateboarder Ryan Lay. I think I mentioned him in the Utah Metalworks episode too. I was, I was teaching him how to skate. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, but he, he's got really good at skating. He was like a prodigy. He's a natural at skating and he's so good. And without even trying, he'd just do whatever he wanted to. One day at Freestone Park, at the Gilbert Park Skate Park, I showed up a little bit later, and he had been there for a while. And I'm not sure how old he was, but he's younger than I was. And I was getting up there. I was like, yeah, 2021, 20, uh, getting old, uh, advanced age. I had, like, just showed up. I didn't warm up. I, uh, you know, I was just kind of there. And the first thing that I see when I get into the skate park, that right past the gates, the very first thing I see is Ryan flying through the air. He does like a not what was it? It was a nollie to backside, backside nose blunt slide to revert or fakie. Nollie, backside nose blunt, like out. It was and it was big too. He went flying through the air, clears this like gap, and then lands and does a nose blunt. Like, I, <clears throat> I don't even think I skated the rest of the night. I just barely showed up, and I was like, "Thanks, Ryan," because I was kind of deciding at that point in my life. Should I continue skateboarding? Because my body's kind of taking a beating here sometimes. And I'm okay, but like, am I ever going to be pro? Is it ever going to turn into something? Is it really worth like killing? Like, sure, it's fun. I, can, I still skate around until my board got stolen. Black Dodge Challenger. Utah license plate. U536ZP. Stolen on September 29th at 5550 South and Canal Street in Taylorsville, Arizona, around 2 p.m. Don't worry, Taylorsville police knows about it, and they don't care. I had that skateboarding for 13 years. So I don't skate as much these days because my skateboard, but I'm old anyway. I'm old, I'm old, man. I remember thinking right then, Ryan's really good, and he's a lot younger than I am. Or just, yeah, at that age, it was a lot younger. Now, now it's just, yeah, just one of the guys. I was thinking, I don't think I'm ever going to go pro here. I don't think it's ever going to really... I might get second place in a competition somewhere along the way and win a free skateboard, but I, it's not going to turn into anything unless I like kill myself. Like, try to do 12 stairs and tricks. Like, it's not... I'm not that good. And I'm not that brave either. Brian probably doesn't even remember that, but I do. I remember that trick. I remember the night. I'm just right there, rolling up, 20, 21 years old. And I think... I, I'm, I think someone, even, I was wearing a black t-shirt and I think someone at the skateboard, skate park said, are you wearing your little sister's shirt? Probably too tight, I was gaining some weight. But I think that that night I spent a pretty good amount of time to 360 flip the pyramid, not first try either, not first try. I was like, that was my gauge. Am I still good at skating? I have to 360, 360 flip the pyramid to prove it to myself that I'm still good at skating. And I think that's kind of where, it's probably one of the last tricks I ever did <laughs> on that, the, one of the last 360 flips I ever landed. I can still do a nollie big spin though pretty uh, pretty easily, I think. 
I think on my old board I could. On this newer board, hmm, I don't want to risk it. Because if I slip, yeah, I'm not used to the board yet. But on my old board, shit. Do a Nolly big spin real quick. It's a Nolly, what, backside big spin? Yeah. Just <laughs> all the time. I used to be able to, yeah, well, we won't get into that. We won't get, we'll talk about art now and we'll talk about music. A little tangent there. So I know more people are starting to listen, and I am trying to take this podcast a little bit more seriously now that the whole reason why I started it, truly, and go back and listen, June 1st, I think it was, because of Hanks and Peterson, Rob w., the stocking charge. I got fired, and I was like, well, I need to do something, I guess. I have to do something for myself because I can't count on like the workforce to, to come through here. My education, my experience, my ability... To pass an uh, interview at a law firm for a paid internship, like without a suit. I was, yeah, I didn't even know where my good clothes were at the time. I just went button down shirt and jeans. No lie. I had green hair earlier in the day, similar to what I have now. I had green hair earlier in the day, the same day that I had the interview at the law firm. And I was like, should I go with the green hair? I was like, nah, nah. Got some just for men, dyed it black, got the job. Went to get fired for a fake stocking charge. I was so like broken. I was spiraling out of control when that happened. Broken record time, turn it up. I didn't have like a lot of cl- close friends at all. And I, I, t- I talked to someone from Twitter who's a good guy. He's a good guy. I haven't talked to him for a while. I haven't talked to him since December probably. But he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's very similar to... I guess, to like a generous charitable heart um, that I have. I needed to talk to somebody because I was spiraling out of control when that happened. When I got fired for stalking and I didn't have any anxiety medication or anything like that. I wasn't slamming beers left. I wasn't even drinking back then. I wasn't even drinking at all back then. I think I started drinking again on like August 16th, 2021. I remember. Savant. I have a... I'm way with dates and animals for some reason. Animal. But I needed to talk to someone quick. And so like he he was he was he just listened a bunch. And I probably sounded like a nut. Um but I was so pissed. I was so mad that I put all this effort in and it just goes nowhere. It just gets taken away, you know, like a fake stocking charge. And I talk about it all the time and I'll beat it home over and over. But that's why I started the podcast. Because I was like, I need a skill here. And I need something that someone can't take away. I need some, something that's like an artistic outlet for me. And creative and all that stuff. It, I didn't even, I wasn't monetizing it. I was like, how much do I get paid per commercial? I'm not doing that. I'm not wasting their time. I'm not wasting my time. I'm not trying to monetize anything. The, the beginning episodes still aren't monetized at all. They're probably not, well, they might be worth listening to. I don't know. But I started adamantly monetizing every episode of this podcast after April 16th. Every single episode was going to be, unless it had whatever, like music and stuff. And I didn't own the copy. Uh, I think I did a bunch of um, sound clips from the attorney, the, uh, what is it, attorney general? What, the Boston Natick eBay thing. So when, when, yeah, when I'm just doing like, recordings that don't belong to me and it's for like educational purposes then yeah i can't monetize that and so i don't however everything else is monetized and it has been since april 16th because i was like well 
I started this podcast a year ago, back in 2021. Here it is, April 2022. And yeah, let's just monetize it. If, if it, I, I need something that can't be taken away from me. Again, uh, a year later, just shy of a year later. What, two months shy of a year? Ten months later. Ten months later, same, exp- just eBay. No, I'm not paying you. And why am I telling you all this? Like, why am I spending time doing the broken record and saying the same, repeating myself over and over and over again? Hey, we get it. eBay, you know, Rob W. Peterson, fake stalking, you got a podcast, okay, F35, skateboarding. The reason why I'm repeating this, and, and I probably won't from here on out, is I want to create a foundation here, like starting here. Because I, I know that I'm getting more listeners. I know people are starting to listen and pay attention to what I'm saying. I'd also say I'm a little bit desperate, similar to the same way I was in June 2021 when I started this podcast. It's like if I have to rely on it, if it has to be my source of income, if I have to like make it big here with it, then I have to, I have to take it seriously and I have to really kind of make it good. But like so in that light to that end, I want to create a foundation here so I don't have to explain it again. I don't have to catch everybody up. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm going to be a broken record all the time talking about eBay, Hanks and Peterson, all that. I really will. I can promise you that Utah Metalworks, Ogden Auto Towing. Yeah, it'll be a thing. But I I want it to be here and I want it to be clear that like this is sort of what I'm looking toward is the direction I'm looking and it wasn't like I didn't set out to be oh I'm gonna be a real big podcast I'm gonna talk about important hard-hitting issues and and people are gonna listen to what I have to say and they're gonna pay attention like I didn't I didn't want to do that really I wanted to have to not interact with anyone or talk to anybody and just stay in a dark corner and make money that way Um, work at my own pace get an education, blah, blah, blah. But it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Not the way everyone made it seem, or at least everyone um, like suggested the way it would happen. It just did not happen that way at all. And everything backfired and fell apart to the point where people think I'm totally nuts and they bless their hearts. But yeah, like it, it's... It's um, it's stressful. It's stressful for me to, like, I guess not be taken seriously sometimes. Which I, like, it doesn't really bother me that, but it, it can because it, when I hit these like roadblocks, like I'm at, I'm at right now, where I come to this like fork in the road, go get a shitty job, and get trapped in that stupid cycle, that vicious cycle. Of not having any money, yet working an hour, go do that, or start swinging for the fences, man. Like start, start trying a lot harder and start taking it seriously and try and like act like a professional. But honestly, I did not, I did not want to be a podcast host, and I did not want to talk about like controversial issues, deep fakes. I think that's what um, sparked the motivation to do this episode besides the Saturday morning sounds and everything else was when I was recording earlier today when I didn't want to, we'll just start recording, just start getting it out there. Just start say, just talk, 
record yourself talking. You don't have to publish it. Just start recording yourself. The red light is on, you know? Somewhere in that, like, defrag defragmenting of discussing things out loud as I'm walking back from the, from the, from the store, I, I started talking about, well, do you, still, do you still think there's deep fakes and autonomous drivers and whatnot here in Utah? Like, they're following you? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I, unless I see something evidence presented that um, suggests otherwise, that there's not, then I know what I saw. And I know how outlandish and far-fetched and I don't know, maybe I'm totally wrong, but yeah, I, I'm not going to back, back down from it or change my mind or say, yeah, I was a little, I was a little bit over the top there. Like, I, know, I know what I saw and it's, that, that kind of stuff is hard because people are like, dude, you need to, you need to just tone it down. Like, dude, I know what I saw and I'm not, I don't know. That's the part of the podcast. That's the part of like the open discussion and the like my private life, personal life that starts to like cut to the core a little bit. Cause yeah, there's a character. Yeah, there's a show and there's humor and everything else. But it, it's still like I'm still Blink Vieira. So I can't escape that at this point. And I have to embrace it more, but I have to be a little bit more like conscientious of what I'm saying and like what I'm sharing. I mentioned this in previous, like I have this conceited attitude. No one listens anyway. Don't, who cares? Whatever. I could say whatever I want. Like, but there's other people's feelings here in the mix and other people's lives and all that other stuff. But like, I can't be so I'm right all the time because I'm not right all the time. And yeah, maybe I'm wrong about the deep fakes and autonomous driving, but I don't have a, a better explanation than that. That's what that's what I have. That wasn't just like willy nilly. I I I was doing research and I was looking at photos and looking closely at them, and I was like, that that, that that's what it looks like. And right around that time, like Bruce Willis did some deal with deep, a deep fake company or something like that, his likeness. And it ended up being a scam kind of thing. And Bruce Willis's agents, like he never gave permission to use his likeness. And it was just like a publicity stunt and they got it. Was it red, red something? Fake or I don't know. I don't know, but probably a uh, Russian company, I imagine. And as I started to think about that, I was like, well, there's no other, I have to have evidence presented in front of me to make me think otherwise. But as of right now, that's what I have. I have deep fakes and autonomous driving. Like experimental or I'm a target or they're following me around. I don't know. I don't know why. Repo company. I don't know. eBay. Beats me. I don't care anymore. I stopped taking photos like a month ago. So I don't care. They can just follow me around all day and if they want to or not, I don't care. Steal my skateboard. Drive vans around and stuff. I'm I'm done convincing people and trying to um, convert people to see things the way I see it. Can why can't you see it this way? And I've already spent time on it. I that's yeah, that's my analysis. That's I'll put my name on it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I didn't know what a deep fake was prior to all that. I didn't. I I didn't. I learned what a deep fake was as I was researching all this stuff. 
So yeah, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Well, that kind of brings me to where I'm, I'm trying to head. And that is like the artistic expression, my artistic license, um, my, my creative outlet, which was this podcast. And there's no need to have, have it be monetized. I was doing just fine back then. But now... It's the, like anchor commercials. I'm trying to sneak in two anchor commercials. It's almost like I can feel it, and and I'm I'm a little bit hesitant to to go too overboard here, because the full moon is about in a week on November eighth, and I'm trying to be conscientious of that this time around. I've missed it a few times. I'm like I look back. I'm like oh, that's why I was a little bit. That's why it's cuckoo's nest, huh? The full moon. So keep that in mind. But I, I am trying to be conscientious of it, and I, I think it is kind of starting to emerge a little bit, the weirdness that, that just comes out a week before the full moon. Something I've been keeping track of since January, but at this point in the year, like 10 months into it, it's like I'm actually looking, following it, trying to avoid it. I'm trying to do that too in the past, but you can't avoid like who you are sometimes and like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of thing. It's very strange, and it's out there, but yeah, I hope things don't get too weird um, around Halloween, you know, a, week, a week before the full moon. That being said, I think I'll wrap, wrap up. Are we in the third segment already? Is this the third segment? Well, you got, we're going to go on a field trip. If it's the third segment, second segment, doesn't matter. We're going to go on a field trip. And I'm going to talk about music and art and everything. I'm going to bring it, bring it on home, social and cultural issues. But I, I used to be that person that would mock, like, social and cultural things don't matter. It's not worth taking your time to stop and think about, like, get to work or, you know, do something skilled labor, do something productive. Art, art's cool, but whatever. Like, go do something else. Like, yeah, art's cool as a hobby, but be productive. And I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> now, coming up to the next segment, I do. Because I have a different school of thought now at this point. Um, all the experiences, my education, everything. Applying that into my perspective is how it's going to go. All right. Well, here we are on the field trip. Pad audio quality is not premium quality platinum plated golden content right now. Lots of noise. The sounds of the city. It's an immersive experience. But Saturday morning sounds a show I used to do, really kind of inspired me today. Let me explain. So it's no surprise that I like music, right? And I, I, I like music, so what? So much so that I thought, well, a four-minute podcast every day reading Wall Street Journal headlines, that's nice and all, but why don't you, why don't you do like an actual podcast once a week where you share your opinions and talk about things you care about. You could call it Saturday Morning Zounds with a Z for just because it's cooler that way, I guess. Jazz it up a bit, spell it with a Z. And so I did. And it, I could not have been more disappointed with the amount of zero listeners that took the time to not listen to any of those Saturday Morning Zounds. I took time, man, to like listen to the song, Listen to it over again, listen to the song again, listen to it over again, and like break it down until like how my interpretation of it, and like how I see it. 
Um, I think the most disappointing for me was probably Muse's song that I did. I, I can't even, I think, uh, Citizen Erased. There's their song Citizen Erased. Yeah, speaking of Muse. Like, here we go. I told you I'm going to bring it back around. I told you I'm going to bring it home. The audio quality is going to be raw here because we're out in the street. We're doing a little field trip. I'm probably going to get wrecked at some point. Like, yeah, I'll probably take it seriously now and do all pro. I'm just get wrecked behind the store, behind the supermarket. Buy some beer, get wrecked behind the supermarket, take the bus. Hopefully Fridays and Saturdays can be a little bit more casual like they are right now. My episodes, hopefully I can keep it together during the week. Every single day, multiple episodes in a day. Uh, my name's Bling and I'm hoping there. I like Peregrine Falcon. Peregrine Falcon is one of my favorite animals and I've seen a few around here in Utah. Would you guys know about the F-35? So hopefully I can keep it all locked up during the week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday episode. Saturday, Sunday. Have at it, Bling. Like, knock yourself, like a cheat day. Like, knock yourself out. Get those, get the, get that high-pitched breaks. Get that, those high-pitched breaks. I don't know what frequency that is, but that was pretty, whatever. So we're talking about art, we're talking about music, we're talking about Saturday morning sounds. We're talking about Muse, albums, uh, would be Absolution, Hot Fuss, and Zuropa. My three albums. I just had to grab them, go, get those ones. If I had time to think about it, it would be like Jimmy E. World Clarity, Zuropa. What should I do here? Even Green Day Dookie, you can bring that in the mix. Spend way too much time trying to decide if I've only given three albums. So, yeah, Zuropa, Hot Fuss, Absolution, grab them off the shelf. Let's go. We're leaving. We're going to Deserted Island, and, and yeah, we're staying there forever. So, when the pandemic first started, like on the onset of the pandemic, let me get somewhere quieter. These freaking cars, man. I'm a huge fan of Muse. I, I for for a minute there, I hated them. I like I was a huge fan. Then I hated them. But then I came back around. I came to my senses. Absolution is probably, like, it's such a good album. Because it starts off, and there's even um, an interlude. Like, there's, an, there's a song, just a... There's a... It's so good. The album is so good, Absolution is. And the first song that comes on is Apocalypse Please, which is the cover art. If you're not on Apple Podcasts, if you're on any other platform, you should be able to see the cover art. Which should be lyrics from Apocalypse, please. Also blame seeing Mrs. Doubtfire too many times, watching it too many times for like the deep fakes and stuff. The, the disguises, the costumes and whatnot. Yeah, well, whatever. Probably have to record some of this segment inside of the store. So, just like the old days. Just like the good old days when I used to go to the store and bring you guys in. You guys are coming with me. Things were a lot different, man. I'm telling you. No, I knocked over some cowboy hats, some blue cowboy hats. So we're just gonna, yeah, we're just gonna get wrecked. Um, so we're not gonna do any segments. We're just gonna wait till we get to a quieter place. It was hectic there. It's hectic inside of there. Everyone's in a, in a hurry and paying and stuff. Anyway, let's go get wrecked, huh? Let's go not take things seriously for a minute. Can you take me higher like who am i supposed to be i'm i'm scott stepp from creed i'm not cool enough to be tremonti i know his first name i do talking about muse talking about creed 
gonna find a place here. Just give me a second, all right? No, I saw a UPS truck last week. Anyway, it's gonna be a little bit loud. The audio recording quality is not what you'd want it to be, but Saturdays and Sundays, Fridays, freaking cars. Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, expect it to be a wild card. Anything goes. Whatever I want to do, however I want to produce it or record it, that's what we're gonna do. And so right now, we mean this episode is kind of half and half, isn't it? I mean we're on the fourth set, we're in the fourth dimension, and we're outside. It's an immersive experience. The noise is distracting. The onset of the pandemic though, I remember listening, I was driving to the store, listening to Muse's song, Apocalypse Please. And it was like the, the beginning of the pandemic, March 2020, like and it was so it was so surreal because I got to the, to, the, to the store and it had already closed. It closed early and they're out there with like masks and hoses and they weren't even talking to anybody. Like I pulled up and, and they're giving me the like stores closed, get out of here. I started crying, man. I started crying that night um, listening to the Muse song because I was like, this is it. Like this is the end of the world. Sure enough, hit, markets hit new highs. Uh, everything's all back to normal, except it's not. I think we can all agree that there's like a pre-pandemic life and there's a post-pandemic life. And there's also a post-pandemic dystopian present that we're living in right now. That song had a profound meaning for me and it had a, a profound effect on me at, at that time in my life, uh, in history. What I'm going to do is just kind of wander over here and hopefully they don't come outside and say, hey, get out of here, stop recording over there. But it's too loud, so I hope they understand. Target, yeah. Target, I don't think we're behind Target, actually. I don't even know where we are. I have to cut this segment a little bit early, or you guys might just have to suffer through it a little bit longer. The, the bad audio quality. Because I just walked over here and it didn't make a difference. I was like crying, it's the end of the world, and I was listening to Muse's song. I can't do it. I can't do it. Those loud trucks piss me off. Look, we'll be, we'll be right back. I used to call it bling on the street is what I used to call it. We go to the st- we go to the store. Uh, we do stuff outside. Rat rat would drive me around. I tell stories about meeting Sharon Stone for the first time. My life was so different back then. My life was uh, different, completely. I didn't have the same concerns or worries. Like I thought, I don't know. I thought I had it, and I thought my plan would work. <laughs> but eBay, eBay. It's a little bit quiet over here, and that's good. So we're still headed this direction. I'm almost there, don't worry. I'll bring us to a safe recording area where we're going to get that good audio quality that everyone expects, everyone knows and loves. So the other day, I'm, I'm, I'm by the airport. I'm just going to uh, kill the dead air here. The other day, I'm by the airport, and I had, I had to take a wizard. So I walk down into this area and blah, whatever. And it's by those cars that park at the airport. And they're left there because people are traveling. I brought some chips with me too. Yeah, there's no wind down here. Good. It's a makeshift vocal booth, but we're outside. This dude drives up and he goes, Hey, I need you to leave. This is private property. Keep in mind, I wasn't jumping any fences. I wasn't, I just walked from the sidewalk in the grass by the freeway in the airport where they're parking all those cars. And I said to him, I need you to get lost. 
Like, okay, well, I was trying to be nice to you and you're gonna be an ass. Like, yeah, I am. The other day too, I don't get that kind of personality. The other day, yesterday, I got a bus pass, bus ticket, and I was using my student ID, which I do, because it's cheaper. Everyone be cool. Everyone be cool, I don't have any money. I don't have a job. I'm not a real man, and I don't have a job. And the bus driver was just sitting there silent. I said, I have a student ID if you need to see it. And he goes, well, tap it on the thing. I didn't, and it didn't work, of course. And he goes, I'm not giving you a transfer slip. And I was like, well, give me a refund. He's like, I'll let you ride, but I'm not giving you a transfer slip. I was like, dang, man, that's... Well, I didn't say it. I just said, all right, cool, man. And I walked out, because, yeah, rules are rules, whatever. But I remember, I was, like, thinking just yesterday, like... <laughs> he just, like, looks forward to that moment. To, you don't get a transfer slip, man. You, I will not give you a transfer slip. Like laying down the law. And I was thinking, like, why not just try and be helpful? Why not, why not be generous? I get it. I'm trying to skirt the system a little bit here. Just a little bit. In mind, there's not a lot of money flowing around the Blinkvera um, existence at this point. There's just not. It's not. There's not more money coming in. There's a lot of money going out. The bus driver's like, nope. You don't get a train. I was like, okay, cool, man. All right. And then on Reddit, yeah, I'm going to go there. I am going to go there. I am. Reddit earlier, it's pretty early too. If you're on the West Coast, East Coast is probably just a regular time. Someone, like everyone's defeated, right? In this anti-work subreddit. I get a kick out of it. And I probably analyze it a little too much. I probably put too much thought into their response and my response. And I probably just spend a little too much time there. Waste too much time thinking about it. Why would they say this? What would drive, what would inspire them to respond in such a manner? Do they not know what's going on or like what, what kind of disconnect do they have? Are they trolling? No, I don't think, I don't think trolling's really as pervasive or as prominent as it used to be. But someone said like, well, what are we gonna do without nuking uh, innovation in regard to the current situation that the United States is in right now? Came up with a couple of ideas. Sweden, where are you at? Sweden, get in here. Sweden, I mentioned you earlier on Reddit. Sweden, I used you and I, I didn't reference Finland specifically, but those Scandinavian uh, governments, those Scandina the Scandinavian way of life and the contentment of its citizens, that's what I was like, well, we could just take some notes from, we could try to emulate could try to emulate the happiest countries and their citizens and um, try and innovate to make them happier. That was a little bit too far out of the box because the reply was nobody doesn't <laughs> hold on. Was it nobody owes you shit or something? You don't owe nobody owes you shit I think is what it was. And I totally agreed. I totally agreed. Yeah. that you're, You are correct. That is true. I was trying to think of solutions, including not spending taxpayer money on a trillion dollar failed aircraft, a failed weapon. Oh, I, I can't right now. Let's focus on art and music, please. But I wonder sometimes, I wonder sometimes the, the motivation of people and their actions, I, I sometimes wonder. Yeah, now I'm gonna go on a rant about how loud it is. There's F-35s flying over, cars honking, loud ass motorcycles, people honking. Pretty sure the cops are gonna show up and be like, how you, how you doing tonight? 
it's loud. The, the noise pollution is loud if you're not paying attention. When you're trying to record a, a, a podcast like I am, you notice this shit and it's distracting. It's like, can we just get it quiet for a minute, please? Like, can I get a minute of just peace and quiet? But you can't. There's loud ass cars. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Like, we're always um, urban society, urban life, urban existence. You, you have to hear these sounds and you're exposed to them. And oh, boohoo, Bling's complaining again. Not really. I'm just saying that they exist. And like, I don't know. Sweden, get in here and take over, will you? I'm sick of this. So the whole reason why I'm publishing this episode and I'm making this segment the way that it is is because of Utah Metalworks and because of art and because I felt inspired earlier to start recording. Just start recording. Just record. Just start. The, the red light is on. Start talking. You, you don't have to publish it. In your head, you can just convince yourself it's a B-side. It's practice. We're just thinking of things to talk about gonna practice our, our spiel our show and the, just by doing that it was kind of like journaling just like kind of like venting and getting it out there i started exploring like what comes to mind and just where do i go like um as far as mentally like which direction what do i choose to talk about then let's talk about that and i i listened to the cursive song art is hard just the other day and i like Part of my, my collage, my collage of lyrics that this is how I feel right now. I hope you're happy. I just made a collage of lyrics that I thought were good and I was like, this is stupid, don't do this. So it'd be cool if you're like 15, but you're a freaking grown ass, retired aged old man with a full head of gray hair. Don't, don't post those oh sleeper lyrics. Do something creative, do something else. And so I did. That's on the Bling Vera podcast. WordPress blog website, yeah, go check it out. There's a link in, you know, there's a link on my Reddit page. On Reddit, I'm James McNeil. That's who I am, James McNeil Five. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like a good. It said it was a good name to have. James freaking McNeil Five. Well, speaking of trolling, like that account was created, I think, to to basically troll and instigate stuff um, years ago, but then. Just recently, I think there was like an ex-Mormon. No, no. There's some other traumatizing event that I went into detail about. Probably too much personal information. If you're listening to this and you're from Reddit, just pretend that you didn't hear this part. That that part, rather. No, it was like there was a fire that was ignited, that was started on May 26th or whenever I was fired from the law firm. I paid internship at the law firm. There was like a fire inside that started and I, I created this podcast as a, um, yeah, action as a, um, well, consequence, I guess. A result. The result was this podcast out of desperation, out of, I need to create something broken record. Here we go. Let's, let's talk about it. So with that amount of experience under my belt now, over a year's experience making a podcast, it was like, okay, hopefully I can make it a little bit more concise, cut out the garbage, try and make it as funny as possible, but still identify with the listener and get their attention. And to me, it was interesting because I wasn't as desperate as I am now, just a few days ago, because, well, it's a long, it's a very, very long, yeah, it's a long-winded, long story. You're still listening? 
<laughs> bless your heart. But it was the anti-work subreddit that convinced me, no, don't, don't just take a, a shitty job. Don't do it, man. Like you can't do it because if, if you do it, they win. They, they, who is they? Who, who are them? Who, who is they? The system wins, man. You're broken. Everyone on Reddit is, is like too busy, like um, belittling each other and knocking each other down or, or tr just trying to attack each other, right? And, there's, and the stupid things everyone says, me included. Like that's what's going on on Reddit. However, there's a sort of forthcoming honest approach to where like, yeah, you're right. Nobody does owe me anything. However, I was just trying to respond to the question that was being asked and I was just sharing the solutions that first came to mind. One being, don't spend, Sam Kinison, don't spend a trillion dollars on an airplane that can't even fly. Don't spend a trillion dollars. Why don't we give everyone a car and a house like Oprah did? A car like Oprah did. And while we're at it, it's a trillion dollars. Why don't we give everyone a house? Because they need to build it. They need to earn it. They need to work for it. Like, okay, man. I don't think you. I don't. I don't think you're understanding really, the, like exactly what's going on here. People aren't working for free. That's not. That's not what my approach is. I don't think that's what anti-work is. I, I don't think that's the concept. Is just hey, everyone, give me a handout. Hey, I'll take donations. Any. Hey, make your de generous donations. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Money sign, money sign, Skymaster5. That's money sign, Skymaster, and the number five. Venmo at Bling Vieira. So I'll take donations, generous ones, all day long. Please, I, I welcome it. I encourage you to make a donation to on either one of those. Uh, uh, oh, whoa, easy. Financial platforms. Um, do it. Money Science Sky Master 5, Money Science Sky Master number 5, Venmo at Bling Vieira. That's it. If you want to contribute, I will not turn it down. I won't turn it away. That's only if you want to contribute, though. If you don't, hey, there's no hard feelings. Not for me. No, nothing personal. I get it. Or maybe it is, but not for me. There's no angst for my end because I didn't receive a donation from you. The hardworking American, right? There are some people that these leaves are the, the Halloween leaves are cackling around me. I'm surrounded by them. The there is a there are some that I've noticed that can't really grasp what's going on. They can't grasp grasp the idea of anti-work. Their their solution is to invest long term, and if you don't want to be on the street begging for money, then you have to work, right? Like to a lot of people, that's, if this happens, that happens. If, stay with me here. If I don't work, I'm on the street and I starve to death or I don't have things. I can't survive if I don't work. Got it, check. Now just think about that though. Think about the concept of that. And like, just think about it for a second, your existence as a human being. What is the point of a government? Now let's take a, not, not too fast now, not too fast. What is the point of a government? 
What, what's it there to do? Govern its people, probably, right? More or less. Maybe be there in a time of need, in emergencies, defense, protect its people, create borders, like specific protocols to whatever, for, for society to function um, smoothly, accurately, what have you. Na- uh, nationality, um, uh, her- heritage even, ethnicity, um, to protect you from being from genocide. Uh, from being yeah wiped off the face of the earth your your genetic yeah your ethnicity your um you you are the posterity of people that made it <laughs> yeah there you go you still with me <laughs> all right good nowhere in that is the government is working is necessary like working a um like a blueprint job like this is this is how we do it this is how nowhere in that part of government is is there like 40 hours a week you can't get health care you can't get health care unless you work and you can't survive unless you work i think the majority of people actually understand that just fine I certainly do. But so what's the point of, a, of living in a society and a government then? If you can't survive, if, yeah, for whatever reason, if you can't survive, if you don't do a certain thing, and that certain thing happens to be spending your time, which is finite, it's a finite thing. Time is valuable and precious and you can't buy it back. You can't get it back. It is a, a finite resource, right? I try to kind of stay away from slavery, the word slavery, because there's so many like racial connotations attached to it. So I'm, I'm trying to, to delicately walk along those lines. But let's just pretend that somebody who's almost on the gutter or can't whatever, let's just pretend that they are working two jobs, okay? And the money that they're making from the time that they can't get back, the, the, the money that they're making from the time that they can't be, get back, spending <laughs> at those two jobs, those two places of employment to make ends meet, which they're not successfully doing, what's that called then? Techno, freaking plane. Keep in mind, we're, I'm eating some chips too. I'm eating chips. I had chips in my backpack. Keep in mind, we're not even touching on whether or not they like the job or enjoy their job. Right now, we're just discussing the pay scale. Like, they're not getting paid enough working two jobs to put a roof over their head and to put food on the table. That's with two jobs. Now, some immediate answers to that or some immediate solutions to that that I've um, glossed over. We'll find a better job then. Find some better work. You realize how that's how you have like people have to start paying attention to what they're writing and how they're responding. I'll just go find a better job. That's not um, an intelligent way to respond. I think to that those kind of questions. It's just not. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But I think it sort of reflects sort of 
a lack of understanding when you just say, well, find a better job. You need to work for it. Nobody owes you anything. Could you imagine being in like a gold mine or the side of a river panning for gold back in the old days? The, the gold rush before there was a, a, a workforce, I guess you could say. Before all that, before the 40-hour work week and all that nonsense. People are farming and living off the land and taking care of themselves with cattle and doing it that way instead. Prior to like the Industrial Revolution, it's a few generations ago, 200 years, 300, yeah, okay. That's not, this isn't what we're supposed to do here, guys. Like, slow it down, slow it down. Find a better job. No, hey, not so fast there. There's someone panning for gold on the side of a river. You just gallop along with your horse and your bags of gold and that your, your dad left you. The family business is gold mining. And there's someone trying to pan for gold and you're like, hey, what's going on? Where's the gold at? They're like, I don't know. I can't find it. Well, go, go find some more gold. And they're probably like, all right, I have a, I'm panning over there. I'm panning over here. But I'm, I am actually trying to find some more gold, but I can't really... It's not working. Let's fast forward in time. Instead of panning for gold, let's just say there's a host of a podcast called the Bling Vera Podcast, and you're just sitting at the end of a dozen stairs eating chips and drinking beer on a Saturday complaining about working. Pretty good chips, though. Drive by in your car, and you say, Hey, man where's your car at or what what are you doing where's your job why aren't you working i respond well i kind of am man i kind of am but it's not really working out is it right now what i have been doing is volunteer work what i'm trying to do now after the fake stocking charge and all that other dumb shit finishing school jumping through the hoops doing what everyone told me to do only to realize, well, that seems like... I think everyone was lying to me. They're just successful. They found gold. They found their gold mine. and they just keep telling me to keep panning for gold. And I can't find... I, I've looked everywhere. I've tried... I've, I found a pretty good vein of gold, actually. But... Yeah, the, stock, the fake stocking charge. Thank you very much, Rob W. Peterson. And his polygamous client. Cuckoo's nest. Well, why don't you just try and start your own business then? That's what I'm kind of trying to do, man. Like, don't be so dense. Don't be... Like, just stop and think about what you're saying first. Or how you're responding to something first. Like, just stop and think. First, these days in the post-pandemic dystopian present that we're living in right now, is this a trap? Second, does this person actually know more about what they're talking about than I do because if they know more than I than I know I probably shouldn't chime in because then I'll look stupid their experience outweighs my opinion I shouldn't say anything then but like the the culture and society just gotta work this country wasn't built on like free, like free stuff I'm pretty sure it was built on the backs of slaves same with Egypt Really, it's probably the only viable way to get like a metropolis quickly. Just get a bunch of slaves. I don't know that for sure, but yeah, historically it seems like that's kind of kind of the direction. The pyramids can be seen from outer space. How long was Moses 
Moses, his slave form, comes back from down from the mountain all pissed. He's like, these freaking stone plates and the Ten Commandments, and you guys are over here with a freaking golden calf again. You guys have the golden calf. The druids are over there with the trees. I got this these stone freaking Mount Sinai. God himself. And I was a slave. I built these pyramids. Hey, Blaine, nobody owes you shit, man. Those F-35s are actually, they're pretty good, actually. Whoa, you guys need to slow down a little bit. Building a foundation here. That's the goal. I talked about art. I didn't get into music as much as I wanted to. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Look at him.